Yo, 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 what's good? What's good, people? I want to welcome everybody to episode two of the Ace Boogie podcast. I want to thank y'all for checking me out. I really appreciate it. Right now, I'm chilling, having a drink, ready to get this next episode popping. I hope everybody enjoy it. Now that that's all said and done, let's get with the shits. Today's episode is about real niggas versus dick suckers. Yes, you heard me correct. It's about real niggas versus dick suckers. In my opinion, a real nigga is basically a king. I said I was going to get to start use, stop using nigga and start using king, but it's a transition, as you can see. But basically, it's real people and authentic people versus fake people. That's basically what it is, but I call it real niggas versus dick suckers. Right now, chilling, having a drink, and... You know, enjoying this snowy day, which I didn't think we'd get some motherfucking snow, but hopefully it's not too crazy, and does it really matter at this point? We're in the fucking house anyway, so. So, let me give y'all my definition of what a real nigga is and what's a dick sucker. Real niggas. Real niggas are funny. Real niggas keep it real. Real niggas are honest. Real niggas are humble. Real niggas is grateful. They, they real or die. And when I say what I mean by real and die, they rather do go. They rather go by the code of being a real nigga than just settle for anything. They never gonna ain't no ain't no compromises. They gonna always do the one hundred thing because to them doing something else is just it's just basically dying. And if you not a real nigga, you won't understand. Real niggas never gonna do corny shit. Real niggas don't hate. Real niggas don't stab motherfuckers in the back. Real motherfuckers stand tall. Real motherfuckers take care of their family and their kids. Real niggas always showing love to others. Real niggas always ignoring the hate. Real, real niggas never lie or do no hating shit. They stand tall. They willing to be wrong and they willing to fix shit. They willing to grow. They willing to, be, to learn. They willing to be different. They really show love to other people and other people crew. They show love to the women in their life, the mothers, the grandmas, the sisters. Real niggas make sure they be them straight. Make sure they girls straight or they wife. Make sure sisters and moms, grandmas, aunties straight. And real niggas basically just stick to the code, man. They keep God first. And they really to grow at any time. They always willing to learn and willing to do better. And just... Just that motherfucker you see out and about where you see somebody just do 100 shit, man. Like, you see a motherfucker say, here, you know, I'm going to help you. I'm going to pay for your groceries. I'm going to help you cross the street. You know, I'm going to show you love while you're on lockdown. I'm going to make sure your girl and your family straight. I'm going to make sure your mom's straight. You know, that guy that's, like, never worried about his spot. For instance, like, me being at work. Like, I'm never going to stab a motherfucker in the back just to get ahead. I believe in always carrying my people and making sure my people straight when they willing to be helped. Because a lot of times it'd be a lot of motherfuckers that you try to help, 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 and they don't get it. Now, with people like that, I still try to help, but it ain't as much and it ain't as aggressive. It's basically, let me look out for you every now and then and always tell you the right things. It's up to you to get it. I'm going to always be that person. Because that's just how I am. But like I said, the real niggas just, man, we cool. Like, we don't mind with seeing niggas out. We show love. We don't mind telling somebody, oh, man, that fit fresh as hell, man. Them shoes fresh. The motherfucking hat, that's a cold-ass hat. Like, we don't mind telling the motherfucker his car dope or his crib dope or he got a beautiful woman. That's just what a real nigga is. A real nigga gonna always show love. And a real nigga always going to be willing to learn and grow. Like, part of being a real nigga is sometimes accepting when you wrong, accepting when you don't know something. And by you showing love and and honoring God and doing the things you're doing, it always come back for you. Because a lot of times you think, oh, if I don't stab this person in the back, how I'm going to get ahead? How I'm going to get what I need? Real niggas don't worry about that. They know once once you put that energy out, you keep being 100, like you gonna get that shit. You never worried about certain things when you real. You never gonna do certain things because it's a, it's, it's a cold. Like it's a cold you going by. 
it's a cold you going bad where you know like I'm gonna be me I'm gonna be in my own skin I'm gonna do what's comfortable for me I'm gonna do what makes me sleep good at night and doing whole shit don't make me feel night be a feel right I'm sorry and real niggas just a hustler like no matter what position they in whether they lose it all they know how to go out here and get it again and that don't mean like no street shit that could be street shit that could be you know business shit that could be um you know working the nine to five that could be doing anything you just know how to get get out here get on your knuckles and do what you gotta do you know really take care of his community he makes sure people straight makes sure everything good and he cares for others man like care about care about the kids care about the kids future and care about other people now on the other side you got the thick suckers Dick suckers ain't never comfortable in their skin. They always on some hating shit. They, in, they started off party as bullies. Motherfuckers that's envious, jealous, jealous, steals, hate on niggas who are willing to look out for them. Never have a plan. Makes excuses. Hit women, which is some whole ass shit. Blames everybody for their mistakes. Afraid of growing. Hate on men and girls. Gossip like a motherfucking girl. Stab niggas in they back. Tell bosses or cops on niggas. Doesn't take care of their kids. They see out here just living wrong. Has female ways. Most of them motherfuckers got female ways. That's why they beat or abuse women. They disrespect their elders, their parents, or their family. Don't have shit valuable. Most of them don't have shit. That's why they in that fucking position. They do girly shit like slash tires and bust windows. They don't want to work. They don't want to hustle. They never appreciate shit and they ungrateful. They always show fake love, the type of niggas that's in the crowd and see you coming up or talk about you. Then when you get over there, it's all, what's up, my nigga? What's good? Dabbing it. And then when the next motherfucker walking away, they talking about them. The same motherfuckers that they was in a circle with. They always copying the motherfucker's style or talking down on the motherfucker. Whether it's talking down to him to another nigga or talking down to him to a chick. Like, just basically a motherfucker that do whole shit. That ain't trying to grow, ain't trying to be a better man. And just basically just blaming everybody for everything. The motherfucker who don't take care of his kids. Like, oh, me and the baby mama ain't together no more. You got a new dude. He can do it. That type of nigga, that type of nigga that make his kid feel like he ain't valuable, that make his kid feel like, you know, that make his kid feel like unneeded or unwanted. Like the nigga that just, and, and just a lot of whole niggas teach their kids how to do whole shit or be a, a dick sucker. Like a lot of these niggas out here sitting here telling their kids shit to make them be like that, telling them like, oh, he doing this or he doing that. That ain't a real nigga. Like a real nigga gonna always show their kids how to be better, how to be great. But when you ain't in a position to be great and you ain't trying to step up and be great, you passing that hate and that shit along. And that shit ain't cool. Like, that shit ain't cool as hell. Every man should always, always, I'm gonna say this fucking again, always, let me get a sip of my drink because... This shit is important. It's an important message right here. Sorry about that. But y'all gonna learn on listening to this podcast. I drink and I smoke. So it's gonna be times where you hear that shit. But it's just one of them things where as a man, as a real nigga, a king, like you always want to position your kids for a better life. You always want to give your kid something different than what you had. I don't give a fuck if you had it great and you was a billionaire or your father was this, your father was that. You always make your kids and the people around you life better. Like, that just come with that. And better don't mean financial. It don't mean materialistic financial shit. It mean a combination of all that shit. It mean I'm making sure your finances and your future set up. It's making sure I'm giving you all the tools to succeed, whether it's teaching you how to have manners, teaching you how to be polite, teaching you how to ask for stuff in the right way, you know, teaching you how to, you know, treat women, teaching you how to, 
you know, treat the authorities. Because a lot of men don't teach their kids how to deal with the police and how to deal with, you know, principals and managers and bosses. I teach my kids all the time about just being able to conduct themselves. When you're dealing with the police, it's yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Because at the end of the day, like the most important thing is to give that respect. Now, if they not giving that respect, that don't mean you got to, you know, that don't mean you got to go down to a different level to their level. You don't got to do that. It's, hey, officer, how you doing? You okay, sir? Um, Here you go. Here go my identification. Anything else? Hey, I want to speak to my parents. Take, I don't care if you take me downtown. I don't care if you take me this. I want to speak to my parents. I want to talk to my lawyer. I want to speak to my parents. You get them that ultimate respect because the most important thing is for you to live and survive. If you got to go downtown or if you got to go to the nearest police station or you got to get out the car, which I don't, my biggest thing ain't always get out of the car. But if you got to get out of the car and you show them everything you showed them, go ahead, get in them handcuffs. Go downtown because once you make it down there, me and your mother or your grandparents, we're going to be down there fast as hell to get you out. Whether it's us or we need a lawyer, we're going to be down there. So if you got to, whatever you got to do to survive and do it the right way, even if a motherfucker be an asshole, you still can talk to them right. You don't have to get mad about certain things or try to figure out what, why or how could they fuck with me. That ain't, we not, that's not our concern. Our concern is about living. Because that motherfucker miserable inside. That motherfucker hate a person because of their color. That person hate a person because of their success. Or they intimidated about somebody. So you trying to figure them out. You trying to be mad. That's not going to help you live. What's going to help you live is talking to that motherfucker right. Getting downtown. And before you know it, me or your mother. Or the people in your life going to be down there to get your ass out. Because we got to stop teaching our kids that all argue with a motherfucker or cuss a motherfucker out or whether you teaching them that, you know, indirectly or not. Like, you teaching them that by the way you act when you pulled over. You know, I done been pulled over with my sons in the car. And every time, once they say license or registration, I'm raising the window down, giving them that shit. Like, anything else, like, I take a ticket or I take whatever because all I'm going to do is fight this shit anyway. I'm going to go down there and present my case, do what I got to do. Because I'm not going to just settle for anything. But I'm not about to argue with you and get shot in front of my fucking kids neither. Because what that's going to teach them. That's going to teach them to be rebellious and, oh shit, my father got shot by a cop. So I hate all cops. And we don't, I don't teach my sons that. My sons know cops. At my barbershop, it's all types of cops and judges and lawyers and politicians that come in there. And they seeing... And hearing that they just like us. It's some of them that's it's a lot of them that's cool as hell. It's some that's dick suckers. And it's some that you might not agree with everything they saying, but they doing their job. They trying to get to their family. And just because they handling a situation different don't mean you gotta handle a situation different. So it's just all about just making sure you doing what's right. Like and it's just teaching your kids from the start that hey. This is how we treat women. This is how we do this. We vote. We pay our taxes. You know, we take care of our community. We do what we need to do. This is how you invest. This is how you save. This is how you do this. This is how you court a woman. This is how you do certain things. This is how you deal with authority figures. Because if my whole purpose is to make sure they straight and I'm teaching them how to be better, I have to teach them all that about God, about bad situations, about being down, because we don't, we don't say that to our kids, like, we don't teach them, hey, you gonna have some fucked up moments when you ain't sure, you ain't sure about yourself, you ain't sure about who around you, you might have a time where you just wanna go in the motherfucking house and just be to yourself, but this is how you handle all these situations, so, that's what, that's, that's basically what I'm saying about preparing your kids, but a motherfucking dick sucker not gonna do that, he gonna teach his kid how to hate, how to do certain stuff, how to be jealous, how to be envious, and that shit's sad, man, 
Like, that shit's sad as hell that you're going to teach your kid. You're not going to prepare your kid for life or prepare them for the next level or prepare them to be great. But it's a lot of motherfuckers out here. Like, that shit crazy. Like, it's been a thousand instances where I've just seen niggas just blatantly do whole-ass shit to, to women that's looking out for them, for men that's looking out for them. And it's always an excuse about how somebody did them wrong in life. Like, that ain't what it's about. If you a real nigga, you say, okay, my dad was a whole-ass nigga. Shit, my mom was a whole-ass person. Like, I wasn't in the best environment, but I'm going to make the most out of my shit. I know I'm going to figure out what's a real motherfucker if I don't know. As much as I love my dad, my dear dad did some questionable shit where I was like, oh, man, what the fuck this nigga doing? And I love my dad. I ain't trying to knock my dad, but just because he my dad and... and that don't mean I gotta agree with every fucking thing he did, but at the same token, he did some real shit. But it's a lot of shit where I scratch my head and be like, oh no, I'm never doing no shit like that, or that ain't my flow, that ain't my style, I'm not gonna do that. But, you know, that's just what that shit all about, man. Like, I tell my sons, I tell young, young guys at work, like, hey man, like, you don't gotta do that, like, you don't gotta do what them niggas doing. Like, and I hate when I see older cats or, you know, just people that just condone and shit without saying they condone it, but they condone it. And I get the whole thing where it's like, well, oh, I don't want to say nothing to this young nigga because I don't want to be arguing with this young nigga or I don't want to get into it with him or I ain't trying to be nobody daddy. It ain't about that. Like, if we the old school cats, and I, I consider myself a young OG, I'm 40. I consider myself a young OG. Not, I feel it's my duty at this age to step in and say some certain stuff sometimes. I don't got to be all disrespectful and acting like I'm going to fight the motherfucker. But at the same token, if I see you doing some whole-ass shit, I'm going to step in as a man like, hey, 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 you're not going to do that around me or, you know, don't, you know, you don't got to do this that way, young dog. Like, you could do this different. Like, that ain't how you handle that. And it don't got to be no embarrassing them in front of their friends. It's just when you get a chance or opportunity to pull them to the side or you get a chance to holler at them, you just pull them to the side like, hey, look, man, you know, that that way you handle that was kind of crazy. And they're going to be on the defensive, but that's when you say, hey, look, brother, like I ain't trying to be against you. It's just, man, that's a bad way to move. That could put you in a bad situation or a place. And I care about you. I care about you doing stuff right. We don't need to be used losing no black men. And, you know, it don't always go that way. Sometimes they gonna say, who the fuck is you? And why the fuck you saying something to me? And that's where you gotta get on your shit. Like, I'm helping you, motherfucker. And I'm, 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 I'm prepared, whether it's to say something or feel some type of way. Sometimes, I mean, a lot of the times when motherfuckers say something, as an adult, as a man, you're not about to take that shit like that. Once a motherfucker gets, shows some little attitude or feel some type of way, you just gonna be like, man, you got it, dog. You got it. That's your life. Whatever you want to do, that's what you do. You know, now, of course, after a certain level of disrespect, I might have to slap the shit out of you or say something to your ass. But for the most part, 95, 96, 97% of the time, I'm comfortable with walking away. That's your life. You can say what you want to say. But... You're not going to be going on and on like me trying to help you and telling you something. You're not going to feel no way where you're going to act like you're going to fucking do something. And that's and I understand that some older cats don't want to get into that shit. But as a man, man, you got to say something. Shit, that's like back in the day when motherfuckers was doing racist ass shit or niggas was slaves and treating us like that and just condoning that shit and letting it go like... I know you, it was times where we couldn't say nothing, but shit, now we can say something. It's only right if we saying it. We pushing the culture for it. We make, we pushing our people for it. Like, ain't no way I'm going to sit there and not say shit. So, you know, it's just, you know, it's just all about how, you know, everybody got their way of handling shit. That's my way of handling it. I'm going to say something. And I'm going to be respectful when I do it, but I'm going to say something. And it's just about me getting to this age. I had people say shit to me. You know, my father would check us and say different things. Like, my grandfather would say certain things. And that shit carried on. That's what, that's what we as a society got to get back to. 
We don't got grandparents no more. Real motherfucking grandparents. We don't got real grandparents no more. We don't got big mama. Like, we don't got pawpaw and shit. We don't got that no more. So it's like nine fucking grandparents is my fucking age. And them motherfuckers ain't... A lot of the, us motherfuckers ain't prepared for that shit. So, it's just one of them things. I take being a parent, and eventually when I become a grandparent, I, I take that shit serious. And everybody else should take that shit serious. You know, and, um... You know, I remember times, and... You know, that just... That's just basically what this shit is about. Just about being real and authentic. And it's like I tell my sons, I have my stories. I have my times. You know, I had my times where, you know, I wasn't the most popular kid, but I wasn't at the bottom of the motherfucking pole toe. I was in the middle. You know, I was that nerd, quiet, silly, funny. You know, I played sports, I was in business clubs, I got good grades. I was like in the middle, man, like I was the cool nerd. I was the cool nerd that played sports, that was funny, you know, flirted with girls. You know, I was cool with the girls, I was short as shit, so, (laughs) you know, I just was me, man. Like I was funny, I was silly, I was smart, I embraced that shit. And I'll never forget like one time, just like one of the biggest times of my life where with my cousin... And he had basically, you know, he, well, I call him my cousin. He like my brother, but he my, he, he my friend, but he more to me and to, to both of us. We like brothers, you know, we call each other cousins, but we more like brothers, but you know, we friends, but everybody know how that shit go where you start off at friends end up being, becoming family. Like we end up having family in common, but it's like, you start off at friends, but I, you know, with me, if you've been my friend for fucking 15, 20 years or 10 years plus, you ain't really friends no more. We fucking family, especially if we go by the real nigga code and we helping each other families and we there for each other on birth of kids, weddings, funerals, and we are there for each other no matter what. I don't call them friends no more. Those like my brothers. So anybody... That's past that 10 year mark and it's just been there through good and bad times. And I've been there through good and bad times. Like, I don't consider that a friend. That's not a friend to me. So, you know, I remember him being in school and he was friends with my brother first or whatever. And um, I remember him telling my brother and telling me, like, man, what's up with your, your brother, man? Like, why are you in school? We in high school at the time. And he's like, why your brother over there sitting by himself, man? Like, why he sitting by himself? What's wrong with him? He, he straight? And, you know, he just thought I was the most different motherfucker. And at that time, I was in a different space. But like I told him eventually when I talked to him was, hey, man, you got to look at it like this. I don't mind sitting by myself. And he was like, but why are you doing that? You know, he didn't know I had friends. So I fucked with a lot of people. See, the good thing about me, I was double promoted. And, you know, I was cool with almost somebody in every year. My my year, I was cool with a lot of people. I was cool with the year under me and the year over me. So I was cool with a lot of people. But at this time, everybody I fuck with didn't take lunch at that time. So it was like, I'm not that type of motherfucker that's like, oh, I ain't in lunch with my niggas. Or my homegirls or people I fuck with. I'm going to go sit with these niggas. No, that ain't my style. If I don't fuck with you and if I don't know you, I'm comfortable sitting with myself. Because like I said, I was a fucking nerd. So I was I do use that time to do my motherfucking homework. I think it was probably third or fourth hour or some shit. So it was like at that time, I didn't mind doing my motherfucking homework or vibing, chilling with myself. Like I didn't mind that. I didn't give a fuck about who sat with me because... At that time, I was comfortable, all the way comfortable in my skin. I ain't going to say all the way, but for the most part, in, in, in that time, I think I was in 11th grade, I was comfortable as hell with who I was. Like, my ninth grade year, I was the, the kid that was coming there, all his friends, and I had cousins that went there, and I was comfortable because I was that freshman, silly motherfucker that used to be around the seniors and the, and the juniors. So, that was like one of my best fucking years. I knew everybody. I was just getting there. My sophomore year, I was kind of getting known. But it's like that junior, I went in there and lunch with nobody. 
So it was like a lot of people I didn't know or didn't really fuck with like that. And long story short, I basically told him like, bro, I'm comfortable being by myself. Like I ain't about to just go sit with some motherfuckers just because I'm in here by myself. Like and that 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 at that time and then sink in with him, but later on in life it kind of suck in with him. And I remember him telling me like, bro, that was some real shit you did. Like I thought that shit was the craziest shit ever, but it made sense. And it's funny because I'm the per- he the person that'll do that now. And it's like, he don't fuck with a lot of people. Like, in high school, he got along with certain people. He fuck with who he fuck with. But he's become that type of person where I don't fuck with everybody. And I had to tell him sometimes, like, no, dog, this nigga cool. No, I don't fuck with that nigga. Like, that's his thing. You know, shout out to my cousin Ant. But he definitely didn't fuck with people. Like, after that, after high school was over... That was his big thing. Like, no, I don't fuck with them niggas. You fuck with them niggas. And I had to just tell him, like, look, bro, if I put bring anybody in this circle, they gonna be the same type of niggas we is. Like, they gonna be our style. They gonna be, they gonna fit in because they gonna be exactly who we are. Like, that's my thing with friends or associates. You gotta be like the circle. I'm not saying you gotta act like us all the time, but pretty much the core, you gotta be the same, real. Take care of your kids, you know, not out here stabbing motherfuckers in the back. Can take a joke, because me and my friends and family, we jokers. We'll talk shit about you. And if you can't handle nobody cracking a joke or being funny, you can't fucking be in our circle. That just, that just won't work. And somebody that's selfish and not willing to, like, show love and give love, that won't work with our circle. Because we gonna always be there for each other, whether it's good or bad times. So, a lot of people can't fuck with that. It's like they want to be there or do certain things, but they not willing to do the things that y'all do because it could be all funny games where we fucking with chicks or doing this or doing that, but when it's time to go to church together or send each other the word or help a motherfucker move or go to a funeral or go to a baby shower with a motherfucker, that's when you see like, okay, yeah, we fuck with each other because we do that family shit together. We do that, you know, we... You know, we talk about God. We talk about family. We do those type of things. So, that's just how it was. And just, that's like one of the biggest stories with me and my cousin about that. Because that meant a lot. Like, to me, I knew what I was doing. To him, that kind of shaped and changed him. And that's a part of niggas growing. Like, understanding shit like that. And just even at work, like... You know, I work in a plant, and it's like, it's a lot of motherfuckers that just, just selfish, and just honorable, and just, you know, comfortable with being a dick sucker, like, don't want to be better, ain't trying to grow, ain't trying to learn, like, you could tell a motherfucker, easy way to make some money, or you could tell a motherfucker, bro, all you gotta do is stay a couple hours at the work with me. Let's get that extra money. No, no, no. I ain't gonna do that. But you're gonna go spend money. Instead of making money, you're gonna spend money. And I'm fucking 40. Like, if I still got energy to be there and I got goals and I got plans and I got dreams, like, you don't think you should be like, shit, well, if he doing this, I'm gonna do this. Because it's like, I'm trying to get shit. I'm trying to get shit like him and I'm trying to get more shit. You know, I'm trying to get to that next level. But a lot of the motherfuckers, man, just sensitive, don't want to work, want to complain about shit and want to just act like bitches and just not do nothing. Like, it's crazy to me to see men that don't want to do shit. Like, that's the craziest shit ever. And, you know, it's just so, like I said, just so important to be that way, like, to be positive and to be right with God, like the energy is different. Like you could go through whatever and know you're gonna be all right following God and, and, and having your guys by your side, versus being that nigga that's alone and just hateful and got the devil on his side. Like you alone, nigga. Like you lonely. Like them girls ain't coming your way because of your energy. Them girls ain't coming your way because you don't got shit. You don't got shit to offer. Not even no materialistic shit. You can have all the money in the world and some women will say, fuck you, I'm straight. Because that energy and you being a dick sucker will draw her away. And that's what a lot of these young motherfuckers and just some of these older motherfuckers just don't get. 
I hate seeing them older motherfuckers that's 50, 60, that's a fucking hater. Like, that shit's sad. And it's like, that shit just crazy. But, you know, I got, I got, and then I got a lot of people that I know is real, whether, and that I look at and just be like, man, I fuck with dude. Whether it's a celebrity, whether it's like people in my life, and, you know, you see that shit. Like, I remember when um, the locks was on the radio station. I think they was on the Breakfast Club or whatever. Shout out to the Breakfast Club. And I remember them talking about a time they got into it with, you know, Trick Trick and some Detroit people. And I remember them just being honest. Like, nobody never heard the story all the way before. We just knew it by us being in the city. We kind of heard about what happened. And at the time, that really was big because... I fuck with the locks. I fuck with D-Block. I fuck with them all day. Like, I always respected them, follow their music or whatever. And I'm a New York nigga, so between New York and Detroit, like, that's my that's my thing. So I always followed them or whatever. And I remember them being on the Breakfast Club. And I remember them talking about a fight they got in. And that shit didn't go their favor. Like, that shit, if, that's how fights is. Any real niggas that been in fights know that's how that shit goes sometimes. Sometimes, nigga, it ain't about you winning. It's about you holding your own and standing tall. But they, they got their ass whooped that night. And for them to admit that on the Breakfast Club, which is a big radio station, and that was like real shit. And to shout out to D, you know, Detroit, where I'm from. And it was just like, that was real. And to say, you know, when Styles P said he pulled up on Trick Trick. And, you know, they was both at the same, I want to say the same, in Miami. And they kind of just hollered at each other and squashed that shit and it was good. You know, he ain't had nobody with him. He was by himself, but he walked up to him. And they handled that situation like real niggas. And that's one of the examples of what I'm saying. Like, when you a real nigga, like, you can admit, hey, yeah, that shit that went down, that was our fucking man's problem. This nigga drunk, did this, did that, but that's our man, so we got to fight with him. And we gotta fight y'all. That's just shit how that shit go. But as time go on, and you know, time after that, that's when you squash that shit. Sometimes you gonna have disagreements with niggas. You might fight a nigga that end up like being your best friend. But when a man, a real nigga, can go through that and acknowledge and say, "Yeah, man, even though that was our man's, we was in that shit and we fuck with niggas in the city." So I just thought that was some real ass shit, man. You know, motherfucker Royce the five nine. Like, I like how he handled his situation. Shout out to Royce. Like, I like how he handled the situation where, you know, they was, you know, niggas was trying to pit him against, you know, his man Joe Blaine. Shout out to Joe Blaine and Eminem. Shout out to Eminem. And you know, they basically had some tension or whatever. Like Joe, basically, long story short, gets a review on one of Eminem projects or some shit Eminem was doing. And Eminem didn't like that shit. He felt Joe was going hard and it should have been a certain level of respect. And Joe, you know, Joe's somebody I fuck with. Like, I follow the podcast. I fuck with Joe. And um, one of my favorite rappers, I fuck with Joe. And um, I felt with Joe, I, I see where they both was coming from. I, I understood what Joe was doing. Joe a passionate nigga, so he might say something. In a tone that you might look at it like, damn, okay, he can say he don't like it, but why this nigga going hard like this? And I can see it from Eminem's standpoint, where it's, you know, Joe basically just giving his critique. So I see it from his standpoint. He's just a passionate nigga, and he just go extra hard. And, you know, M looking at it like, damn, nigga, I done signed you, I done did this. We, we got niggas in common. We fucked with each other. We might not be the best friends, but we fuck with each other. And, you know, I understood where they both was coming from. And it was like, I respect the Royce for saying, look, they both my mans. I talked to Joe about handling shit different. And Marshall know where me and him stand. And it's like, I liked it that. I respected that. To me, that's a real nigga. Like, Royce always handled himself with, you know, class and always was a respectful guy. And, you know, and... He a real nigga to D. And, you know, most of, a lot of shit I hear him talk about, or shit he talk about in his music, or talk about, it's always some real shit. And it's just like, I thought that was real for a nigga to just be like, they both my mans, but I'm handling this way. I ain't gonna let people turn my mans and them against each other 
but I'm going to talk to both of them and handle it in that certain way. And I can still be friends with both of them, but I'm going to handle that shit in that way. And it's like, you know, I respected that. And, you know, Rory and Ma from the Joe Blaine podcast, I fuck with them too because, like, Ma be saying some shit. He speaks for the real niggas on that show, like the Joe Blaine podcast. Like, he he speaks for the real motherfuckers when he be giving his opinion on shit just about women or tricking or just certain issues. Like, I, I, I definitely got that from him fast. Like, his opinions and views is definitely something that... A lot of them I fuck with. Most of y'all, a lot of them I fuck with and I respect. Like, I like motherfuckers like that. Roy, you know, he a white boy or whatever, but, you know, he a white boy that, you know, fuck with, you can tell fuck with niggas and been around niggas and at the same time, he's still true to himself. He still know he a white boy, but he still show the culture love and, you know, he with, he with, um, he just with the shits. Like, he basically, you know, got black friends. You know, and basically just get the shit, man. Like, he a real motherfucker, too. Just basically off a lot of shit he be saying and his opinions. And I fuck with people like that. You know, and them, like, celebrities. More celebrities or entertainers that I, I feel. Like I said, this is my opinion. Like, somebody else can know something different about them. But from what I see, I just recognize real shit. And I respect that type of shit. And, you know, I got friends, like... You know, my cousin, aunt, who I was talking about, like, I done seen him, you know, do real shit, get yeah, niggas to last the way he had and always been there for the niggas and just the type of nigga that just always been down for motherfuckers and had motherfuckers back. Like, that's thorough to me, man. Like, I done, you know, we done been together many times where, shit, I was on my knuckles and, you know, he done pulled up and looked out for me and threw some money in my pocket and had my back. And you always got that one friend... And that's a good thing about my friends and family. It ain't just one of us that, you know, look out and do stuff. It's always like one person that go above and beyond and do it a little more. Not to knock everybody else who's doing something, but just to go above and beyond. And it's just in their character and just in who they is to just go above. Like everybody know the motherfuckers who got the A's and I got the A's. But the motherfuckers who got the A pluses. It still was an A, but it was a different kind of A. And it, he just used that approach. Like, he just go above and beyond. There ain't nothing he ain't going to do for niggas. And sometimes, you, you will look at the nigga like, hey, man, like, you don't got to do this. But you respect that and you love that because you know he going to give it to you straight. You know, my man Stevie J, I done saw him, man. That's my nigga from work. I done seen him do some of the realest shit. I done seen him hang out with a white boy from our job. And hang out with his cousins and shit and his brothers. And one of his brothers just kept fucking with the white boy. And he basically checked the shit out of the white. He just basically definitely checked the shit out of the his brother like, nigga, like leave this nigga alone. Why the fuck is you fucking with this nigga? You wrong, nigga. Shut the fuck up talking to him. And for him to check his brother like that, I thought that was the realest shit ever because it ain't a lot of times where niggas gonna set niggas straight. A lot of times it's gonna be pull niggas to the side. Or after this shit done, or it's my brother, so I gotta have his side. Fuck that. I don't agree with that shit. And y'all can disagree with this, but that ain't my flow. If you don't, I, I, I'm taking it back to when your mom used to whoop your ass in the market in front of everybody. When you do shit, where you do shit at is where you gonna get shit done to you. And if you gonna disrespect my mans, I'm bringing in the circle, I'm telling you, he my mans, and he cool, and I see you fuck with him just to be fucking with him. No, nigga, I'm gonna check you right there. So when he checked that nigga and told him, like, bro, you was wrong. You fucking with this man. He ain't say shit to you. A lot of niggas think that, a lot of niggas think that's wrong. I don't think that shit wrong. I think you doing whole ass shit like that. You need to be checked in front of everybody. Fuck that pool to the side. You want to do it in front of everybody? I'm going to check you to the side. Because I'm letting you know this my man. This nigga got my back. And you know, my, you know, I got other niggas like my nigga Nigel. Like, I done seen Nigel do some stand-up shit. That's my man. Like, I done seen him do stand-up shit. And just, he one of them motherfuckers like me. He gonna tell you when you slipping up. He gonna tell you when you doing this or doing that. And he comfortable in his skin the way he enough. He can let you know how he feel all the way. A lot of people can't do that shit. A lot of men can't go to another man and say, Hey, dog, you fucking up. Or you doing this that way. You need to do this this way. Or you just, you just going about it wrong. 
Like, I respect any man that can do that, that's comfortable in his skin and can tell somebody when they're doing something wrong. And I had, like, an OG Rob from my job. I worked there at the plant. He worked at the plant with me. Like, I'll call him Triple OG. Like, that's my man's, like, old school guy that's just smooth than a motherfucker. Like, a lot of us know a lot of old school dudes that just laid back and cool. Like, they just cool all day. Nothing fluster them. They don't get mad. And they just, you know, Roger over caddy. You know, Rob had some little money put away. He just was the type of old school dude that was like, here, I can help you. I can do this. I can give you knowledge. I can talk to you when you're wrong without feeling like I'm chastising you. I can, like, correct you. I can point out stuff, whether it's about a woman or certain stuff. He just would remind me of the old school cats that was back in the day. You don't see a lot of them no more. But he was one of those. Like, when my car shit was, situation was fucked up, that nigga showed me love on riding me to the crib. Like, anytime he needed me, I was there for him. See, I'm type of motherfucker, if you help me once, I'm going to help you five times. And I'm going to look out for you. And I'm going to look out for your family. That's just how I roll. Like, you show me love, I'm going to show you love. And, you know, I just, you know, believe in passing that shit along. That's just how I am. You show me love, I show you love. You know, and it's always going to be to the people who deserve it. You know, whether they, sometimes, whether people don't deserve it, you still show it. But it's always a, a limit to it. But for the most part, you know, you're going to show love too. And, you know, my homegirl, Amelia, one of the realest women I know, other than my girl, like, just a real, that's my nigga, like, I, it ain't too many women I know that's just 100, like, all the time, and comfortable in their own skin, and, you know, they got their opinions, they got their stance, and they just carry themselves like a real motherfucker, like, a lot of times women just on some different shit, whether, you know, a lot of women can't be honest, like, shit, it's women dick suckers, like, it's definitely women dick suckers. And it's a lot of real ones, but like her, like I said, the advice, just being honest, you know, keeping it 100, like, it's been plenty of times I've been drunk because she's been drunk, and we done made sure we took care of each other, got each other home, we done had each other back, like, if a nigga down, nigga need $20, nigga need $10, nigga's car down, nigga's got each other, like, that's real shit, like, I tell people. I judge you on the situations when times get rough. I judge you on the times when situations get hot. Like, I want to see if I'm going, if I'm above and beyond, if I'm doing this way, are you going to be honest with me? And if I'm fucking up and doing bad, are you going to be honest with me? It's about the situations and the situations that happen. Oh, my car down. Can you come give me a ride? Oh, I'm getting to my girl at the, at the crib. Can you come talk to me? Can you set me straight? Oh, I'm going through this shit with my baby mom. Can you give me opinions and views on how to make it better? Or are you just going to be the motherfucker that's like, oh, she wrong, she wrong. No, I don't need nobody to say she wrong or they wrong or this person wrong. I need you to tell me how to fix it, how to be a better person in that situation, how to deal with my baby mom in certain instances. Do I got to shut the fuck up and just help more? Do I got to, like, speak up more? Do I got to not say shit, do I gotta like, just concentrate on, like, how do I handle that situation, same thing with work or whatever, I, we worked at the same job, man, you know, it was times where I'd be, I'm a passionate motherfucker, so when I feel so going wrong, I'm going straight to the bosses or whoever, and I'm saying, hey, look, man, y'all trying to, y'all on some bullshit, man, y'all gotta do this, like, and that's just who I am, if shit ain't going right, I don't have no problem with going to talk to who's in power, get shit right, you know, I don't mind speaking up for the team, and most importantly, speaking up for myself to get shit back right, because I'm not settling for bullshit, and that's why I'm in a position, I'm getting in a position where I'm about to do my own thing, get my own businesses going, you know, take ownership and be my own boss, because at a certain point, you get tired of making other motherfuckers rich, making their business go. And then they, like, basically half-assing it or just trying to get the money out of it. They ain't trying to maximize, you know, their business. So a lot of times you get caught up in that shit because you used to doing shit a certain way. And you used to run, you know, making sure shit flow, making sure it go good. 
And a lot of times, motherfuckers don't care about that. But I'm passionate about that. If I'm going to be doing something, I'm going to be doing that shit right. That's just me. Everybody ain't with that. Some people be like, you just get your money. Just That ain't me. No, nah, I'm going to say something. I want shit to go different. Because just like they got their opinions or their rights to have shit go a certain way, I got my my opinion and my rights for shit to go a certain way. I'm the one doing this job, making your company better. So you're going to hear my motherfucking opinions and my views. But that's just me, you know. That's the type of person I am. But, you know, that shit crazy. It's just how I am. And, um, you know, I'm just passionate about that shit, man. So, you know, I'd just like to say, like, you know, this is definitely an episode you could probably play with your, you know, your home, your girl, your, your niggas, your kids. Like, I ain't cussed that fucking much. Like, <laughs> You know, but it's just basically like, it's basically you just do your own translation. Like, like I said, I didn't tie, I didn't tie it real niggas versus dick suckers. But that's what, that's basically what this motherfucking episode was about. But it's just a, basically about like, choose to do what's right. You could be a real, you could be a king. Like you could be a king all day by doing what's right. And I guarantee you, once you do that shit, it's going to feel good. Like, that energy just feel good doing what's right. Doing, being humble, being grateful, keeping that positive energy around you. Like, that shit feel good. And your blessings follow that. Like, when you doing something for somebody, like I tell my son, if you do one thing, if you, let's say you do something for five people, it ain't about getting exactly what you get him. But I guarantee you that energy and those blessings going to follow you. You might do five things, but 15, 20 things might good might happen for you. One thing might happen for you. But it ain't, it's, it's about like that energy and you being good and you being comfortable with that. You got to be comfortable with doing what's right, doing the opposite of what everybody else doing. Fuck what everybody else doing. And that's where a lot of these kids go wrong. Fuck what these other kids doing. Be you. Like, that shit break my heart seeing kids talk about, oh, they getting bullied and they committed suicide. Fuck that, man. Like, the, the reason why that bully shit was so different, because it was like, we was taught at an early age, hey, fuck what this person's saying, or stop being a tattletale, or take that shit in. Nigga crack on you, you crack on them. Nigga fight you, you fight them. Like, it was a pushback. It taught you how to deal with life and how to deal with people that's going to come in your life. When you coddle motherfucking kids and say, oh, yeah, tell this person. That shit don't always work. Who you going to tell when you an adult? Who you going to tell when you oh, at a... Who you, how you going to handle a situation when you at a job and you got a boss that's fucking with you? How you going to deal with that? Who you going to tell on that? Like, it's you just got to learn how to deal with that shit and handle it. Now, I'm against motherfuckers beating motherfuckers up and stabbing people and... And, and cyberbullying, doing other shit, but sometimes when you let that shit go and don't give it no energy, you winning. When you don't, like, when, if a motherfucker ain't physically touching you or physically harming you, when you learn how to deal with that shit, it's not gonna bother you like that. But if I bring you up talking about, oh, if they talk about you, we gonna do, man, that shit not helping. That shit ain't helping at all. So it's like you gotta teach your kids how to deal with certain shit. And it's like, like you don't niggas don't have to be dick suckers. You don't gotta be jealous or hateful or just envious of a motherfucker. Like my mom to my kids, whatever I don't got, I can get. And it might not be today or tomorrow, but I'ma get that shit. There's nothing you can't get if you come up with a plan and focus and do whatever it takes to get that shit. So why hate on another motherfucker? But I hope everybody felt this episode. I hope it made sense because I'm not got that Virgo guy to be talking and, and be here and there. But hopefully you got it. Hopefully it makes sense. And I want to thank y'all for checking me out. I appreciate it. You know, please hit that follow button or pass this along, man. Whether you fuck with it or not, pass it along. It might be help somebody else. It might make some more people laugh. You know, you might have got it, you might not have got it, but pass it along. You know, make sure y'all being safe out here. Make sure y'all washing y'all hands. Make sure y'all 
you know, wear y'all gloves and y'all masks and make sure y'all just respecting yourself and each other, man. Like, if we got to be in the house for a couple more weeks or a couple months or whatever, just make sure you being safe and you doing what it is to be productive in your household. Like, you know, use this time to concentrate on your on your family, on your girl, on your kids. Like, you know, better yourself in this time. Right now, like, doing this during this time has made me what really, you know, put this podcast together. And I got bigger plans with, you know, another podcast that I plan on doing with my cousin and, you know, one of my homeboys. So, you know, it's just one of them things where you use this time to do something that you're passionate about. Like, I'm passionate about talking. I'm passionate about sharing information or just giving my perspective on something. Like, we don't always have to agree with each other. Sometimes, you know, some motherfuckers might be hearing this and don't agree with none of this shit I'm saying. But the thing is to spark a conversation. To have a conversation about, you know, just hear other people's views. And that's why I like conversating with people because it's like, damn, I get to get, you know, your view on some shit. I get to hear a different opinion. Like, I got my opinion, but I get to hear your opinion. And I think that's kind of dope when you can do that here. All types of opinions and views and, you know, just still stand by what you believe in. But sometimes that should have changed your perspective on stuff. You know, it ain't always got to be for the better, but I want to thank y'all for checking me out, man. Like I said, once again, hit that follow button, you know, pass this along, spread the word for me, help a brother out, you know, and you know, till next time, I appreciate y'all. Please stay safe out here. God bless and, you know, hold it down. Use this time to get drunk. Use this time to have a smoke, to hit a blunt. You know, use this time to kiss your kids, teach your kids something. Use this time to spoil your girl. Like, I've been enjoying this damn time, just kicking with my girl and doing what we got to do. But thank y'all for checking me out. Till next time, peace.